Hello and welcome to our Writing Workshop series. This is a collaboration between the North Bay Public Library and members of the North Bay Writers Group. My name is Bethany and I will be your host for this series. Each episode of this series will focus on different writing topics, including story creation, dialogue, research, and more. Each episode will also feature different hosts from the North Bay Writers Group. In this episode, Rob will talk about creating an environment for your story. Hello, my name is Robert. I'm with the North Bay Writing Group, and I'm doing a workshop here on writing environment and note-taking. So we'll start with a little bit of an introduction first. We're gonna talk about personal environment, discussing how to uh, choose your environment for the writer that is conducive to their creativity. Story environment, how to describe the environment of the story, physical description, scenery. How do you find the balance and equilibrium between both? Uh, we'll talk about my ways, my tactics of doing this. Doesn't mean you have to do them, it's just the way that works for me, and then we'll go into a small conclusion. All right, so how do we choose a good environment? So in doing research, looking at myself and others, I figured out 10 potential writing elements. So these are not guidelines, they're not rules, they're just methods and ideas to help you to maybe come up with what's best for you. Your tire, what makes you feel comfortable wearing? Some people maybe feel comfortable wearing their pajamas in bed and writing, that's them. That wouldn't work for me, but it does work for, probably for others. I'm more comfortable in casual or semi-formal casual clothing. That's what I normally wear anyway, so that's what works for me. The space around you, is it cluttered, is it clean, is it not? What fits you? Since I do mine in public, it, I write, do my writing in public, it doesn't matter to me, but other people write at home, maybe you want flowers, pictures, who knows? What works for you? Your personal space, what do you like? Do you want isolation? Do you want to be alone? Do you like people being around? What is the best suitable for your creativity? Your emotion, your zen. What inspires your writing? To my embarrassment to this day, the first book I wrote, the driving emotion was pure anger. I had a bad thing happen in my personal life and I had a lot of anger at that point. And writing, I turned to the writing as a way to deal with it. It worked. Eventually, uh, my anger went away, and I found a love of writing. And I get joy whenever I can sit down and write stuff now. I didn't realize it could ever be that creative, but it worked. So, But I'm not proud of the first moment I started writing. But what works for you? What emotion inspires you? Joy, sadness, wonder? What makes you want to write? What helps you focus, concentrate on your work? Some people it's silence. Some people it's maybe the TV or the water running. Me, it is my music. That's what I like. Are you comfortable where you are? Are you sitting in the chair that makes you feel comfortable? The environment comfortable? If you're not comfortable, you're gonna have a hard time writing. What makes you feel comfortable? Are you plugged in or plugged out? And these days we're all pretty much plugged in. If you're doing a book on our world now or historical stuff, then maybe you're going to need to do research. You might need your devices. If you're like me, I do fantasy and sci-fi. Don't need to do as much of that. All I really need is my notebook, my pen, and my music. That's enough for me. I mean, nothing else really causes distraction then. 
What's your plan? What are you starting with? What's your beginning structure? You're not going to just sit down and say, I'm going to write a best-selling novel today. It doesn't work that way. I wish it did. And otherwise, I might have, my book would be published by now. But what's your plan? What's your beginning structure? Have that in your head before you even start. What's your location? Where do you feel most comfortable to write? I read about an author who likes renting isolated cabins to do his writing. I have to admit, that, that appeals to me. I'm not very comfortable around people most of the time. But honestly, I do most of my writing sitting in a Tim Hortons. I know it's a contradiction, but with my headphones on, I pretty much can ignore the world. I just like the white noise visual of the place. And I get my tea and donuts. What's the background noise, as we just said? Me, it's I have my music on, my headphones, so I don't hear anything. Maybe you want the TV running or the water running. I don't know. What suits you? What will help you to write? What are your personal preferences in all of this? Everything I've just said is not hard and fast rules. And don't think that just because this writer is successful or this writer is successful that you have to copy what they do. What they do doesn't necessarily work for you. It works for them, but it doesn't work for you. What works for me might not work for you, but it works for me. And that's what matters. What is your own personal choice? Choose something that best suits your creative juices. What gets you going? What makes you want to write? Choose the environment that allows you to write without distraction. I mean, of course, depends on your idea of distractions. You could have kids at home. You could have all kinds of things. I don't know. But it's what you think of a distraction. If for me, I don't write at home because the kitchen is my distraction. Because it's always calling me to come cook. And since I can't resist that, I have to go cook. And so I don't get any writing done. That's why I prefer Tim Hortons. Now, that's just your physical world. What about your character's world? And you might think, is that important? Yeah, it is. Because our environment defines us in many ways. It influences us. Weather, people, everything. So your characters are going to be the same. They're going to be influenced by how they grew up, where they grew up. So what are the physical dimensions of the world you're creating? Now, this is if it's a world from your own imagination. And since I write fantasy and sci-fi, I have to really go into this much more carefully because I can't just look it up uh, on the internet and see a picture of something in our world and say, oh, it'll be the same. It's not for me. So I have to really visualize it carefully. But if you're using our current world, then where is the story taking place? Once you know that, you got physical dimensions. What does that environment look like? Weather, geographical conditions, mountains, hills, deserts, the whole thing. All of this influences the character, so go into the, look into it, pay attention to it, even describe it to a certain degree, but don't go into the minute details. You will bore the reader and they'll fall asleep before finishing your book. And I'm sure we've all read books that made us want to groan when they describe too much. You're only going into the stuff that you need to outline your story and provide what the environment is, but don't go into every detail. Don't make that environment the focus of your story because it's more of a secondary thought, just like in real life. We notice things as we go, but we don't focus on them. You're using this environment to complement the situation of your protagonist, your main character. So, as we said, it influences who you are, so it's going to complement the character, and where they are is going to define how they often do things. So what is the physical environment of those main characters? I mean, you have it to complement them, so but what is it? 
And you use these environments to act as a symbolic representation of whomever you're writing about. Sometimes basic information, if it's easy to enough to understand. Sometimes it's all you need. If you're saying it's, it's a tundra, well, we have a pretty good idea of what a tundra looks like or a desert or, you know, just certain things that are maybe more arid or more desolate, you wouldn't need as much description. So what do we consider when we think about environment? We think about smell, we think about color, we think about sound, animal life, weather, it adds to your situation and your character development. People that are part of the story, but not essential, maybe you only see them briefly, but never again. Or simple associates that you maybe talk to or encounter every now and then, but they're not a focus. Signs and symbols that you might have that are part of your story. So if you look at smell, well, if you're in a forest, you're going to smell different things. If you're in a city, you're going to smell different things. If you're in your farm, you're going to smell different things. If you've ever been abroad and you've been to a street market, the smells are going to be different. It all affects your story. It all influences things within your characters. What the colors around you? Every environment is different. If you're a science fiction writer, you've got other worlds. They're going to be different. What about the sounds that you hear? You ever hear a market bartering in a developing country? Well, that's very different than certain areas. Or in a supermarket or a mall or a park. Different sounds, which also adds to animal life. What is the animal life that are part of the environment in your story? And the weather. What if your character's walking through a hurricane at the moment? You know, that's going to affect a lot of things. So you use it to add to the situation. And we say the people that are part of the story. What about a taxi driver? So your character's in the taxi. Is he silent and uncommunicative? Is he scowling, smiling? Or does maybe he start up a conversation? Or does the taxi driver start up a conversation? I mean, I think we've all probably done that. I sometimes do that when I take a taxi. I'll start a conversation. Just me being me. And same with signs and the symbols. I mean, if your character's driving a car, well, if the sign says turn, you're going to be saying, you see, there's a sign that tells him to turn or whatever, or symbols or anything that that's a part of your story but affects it. What are they and what are their meanings? Now, when you've thought about all this, now you've, that's their physical world of your characters. So what is the environment that surrounds them? Where do they live? What are the surroundings like? Are they from a mountainous region, a desert region, a jungle? Where? What is the physical environment? How does it affect their development in early life and the present? How does it define or create their personality? You know, think of yourself, your own life. How did where you grew up, your environment, the weather, define or create your personality, the people around you, places? You know, descriptions of the different environments that the character is exposed to. Sorry, what if your character goes to multiple geographical locations with different environments? How does it affect the character? What do they need? What do they take with them? What's the character's opinion of their environment? Do they seek to get away, maintain it, or rebuild it? So let's say there's a forest fire and their house is burnt down. What do they do? Or if it's in danger, what do they do? You know, um, if I look at an example from my own life, I left the country for almost 20 years. Yeah, so like I say, I sought to get away from my environment. I mean, it's what's your character's opinion? What is he feeling and what is he thinking? Now, how do you balance this? environment with the story now one is method writing you can be in the same kind of environment you're describing and not necessarily literally please i mean i'm not saying if you want to write about a desert go go stay in the desert but put your mind in that 
put your mind, your head in the spot where you're saying, okay, I'm in the desert. What's it look like? What's it sound like? What would I need to survive? What would my character need? Put yourself in that way. If you've ever been to one, well, even better, which is past experience. So if you've been to a, a desert or a jungle, then you have a pretty good idea of, of how to commesh it with your story. You're going to be using the emotions generated from that environment to influence both your story and the emotions of your character. So think about weather here. I mean, it's winter. How do you all feel in winter? I don't know about you, but I don't like the cold anymore. Too many years in the tropics. So weather, the cold tends to depress me. But I have friends that they hate thunderstorms. I love thunderstorms. I love listening to them. I even listen to them on my computer when I go to sleep at night. because I just enjoy the sounds. How does it affect your story and your emotions of your character? Because weather influences us everywhere. And it'll do the same with your characters. What about the opposition? You use the world around you sometimes to find the opposite of what your story is trying to describe. So maybe you live in a healthy, blooming city and you're describing a desolate wasteland. Or you live in a remote community and you're describing an inner city situation. You know, sometimes you're doing that. You're using the opposite of what you know to create your story. Because it is the opposite. It's different. And how about implementing the people, the sounds, the smells? Strangely enough, you know, these are important parts of describing an environment because they affect us. They define this part of your world. I mean, uh, how often would you be able to go into a, a spice bartering market here? I mean, we have farmer's market, yeah, but then again, we're talking specific times of the world, year. But you've got countries where this is an everyday occurrence, everyday thing. I've been to those kind of markets when I was abroad, and you know, the smells, the sounds, the people, it's often so very different. And well, it affects and influences you to a certain degree. So how does that do that in your story and your characters? Now, as I said before, what I do is different from other writers and what they do is different from me. No one says anyone is right or wrong. It's what best suits you. So now part of my tactics is also, I guess, note taking comes into effect here. So what I do, because I tend to be very visual with things, and I know a lot of people will say that. I'm pretty sure it's true. But when I read a book, I literally see a movie in my head. And I do the same thing with my stories. I imagine my story incomplete before I even put an idea to paper. I, I visualize it. I see it. I try to imagine what the world looks like. And then I think about my potential characters and ideas. So I have that basic description of, of the environment in my head before I'd even write it out. And then once I have that, I do write it out on that paper to see if it works the way I've seen it. Because sometimes what you write and what you see may not always mesh. Sometimes it does. But by doing it this way for me, it helps me to catch that quickly. Then I try to imagine my characters in that environment. I try to think about how it affected the, their development. And by doing, by doing that, what I do is I visualize myself as those characters. And I try to think about what I would do in their situation and how I would do it. How that environment or that life would have affected me. And I try to do this with all of my characters. I'm not saying you have to, but it works for me. Now, I also expect at the same time to 
add things or take them away throughout the entire process. Because some things that you see don't work on paper. And some things that maybe you write on paper, yeah, don't necessarily fit with other parts of your story. So you're going to take stuff away. But I use all of this information, all these ideas to write the pertinent chapter. But what I do before this is I start taking notes to a degree. I start writing down point form ideas of what I want to write and the basic ideas of that chapter. And then I take those points, those notes, and then I put them into the dialogues, the descriptions, and everything else. This works for me. You do what best suits you. So basically, in conclusion for environment, uh, your writing environment is kind of dependent on where you need to write and what works for you, but not what others do. I mean, don't just look at these, like I said, these successful writers and say, well, they do this, so if that works for them, it should work for me. It doesn't always work that way. You gotta find what is your best feature, what's your best spot. You gotta remember your writing elements to create the perfect, the optimal environmental descriptions that complement your story, your characters, and the genre you're writing in. Stay within your comfort zone to generate desired writings. I've read articles on writers who are very commercial and how many of them seem to regret that that's how their career turned out because they had other genres they wanted to write, but this is what made them money. I don't know what your purpose is in wanting to write, but for me, if I get published, I get published. If I don't, I don't. I write for me. I write the stories I want to read that I like. And that's my comfort zone. I don't write things that I'm not interested in. I mean, the two things I write most are fantasy and sci-fi, yes. And I have some fiction story ideas I'm going to work with as well. But I also read biographies and historical stuff and uh, all kinds of different types of genres. But there's only those two or possibly three that I'm mostly uh, imported in that I have all my interest in. So that's my comfort zone. I'm not going to try to leave that because that comfort zone allows me to write the stories that I write. Do the same thing. Don't try to force something you're not, you don't want to write. What does your heart tell you to write? What's your story? And I believe we all have a story inside us. You're using this and the story environment to complement the story, not take it over. The environment is just an additive. Think of it like a spice to a dish. The dish is more important than the spice. Use that world, though, to create the cohesive concept of a variety of environments. Because every world is going to have multiple environments. Maybe your character won't go to all of them, but might go to more than one. If they are, use the world and everything that we have to inform you. I mean... Don't be afraid to look at our own environment and say, you know, I could do something similar to that and that works. Just do what works. And as I said, what I do will be different from you. Don't expect to have to do what I do or do what others do. And it's okay to have a different one. No one's saying anyone is right or wrong. It's what's right for you. Environment, whether it's your physical environment or your story's environment, are all dependent on what you want. Your physical environment, about what you're most comfortable with, what gets you writing, what gets you out there, and your character's environment, how it defines them. In my first book that I wrote, 
my character grows up in a mountainous environment. So he seeks to maintain it or rebuild it, actually, because he wants to rebuild his people's empire. But that environment shapes him, how he thinks. So, you know, it's all the same thing. How does it affect your characters? What about the characters around them? How does your character's associates, friends, relations affect them? Now, none of this stuff is cut and dried. I mean, we're talking writing stories. Nothing's ever cut and dried when it comes to stories. But what suits you the best is what you should do. All we do here is try to give you some ideas that might help you discover your own. I hope this helped you in some small way. And I thank you for listening and we'll talk to you the next time. NBPL Podcasts is a production of the North Bay Public Library. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. Also, if you know someone who might be interested in this series, please share this with them. Each of these workshop episodes will also be available on our YouTube channel. You can find the link in the show notes. Thanks to the North Bay Writers Group for sharing their time and talents in this series. If you'd like to learn more about this group, there is a link to their Facebook group in the show notes. Follow the North Bay Public Library on Facebook and connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at north underscore bay PL.